Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. This morning, we ask for the direction of your Holy Spirit in all that we say and do. Let your will be done, Lord Jesus. And we thank you that no one will leave this place the same. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated, please. And... Um, We are going to, I believe the last time we concluded on our series of Davidic success. Is that not so? Or that is not the case? Is it the case? (laughs) Hallelujah. So today we are starting something new. Amen. Uh, Keep your hand at Ephesians chapter 1 and uh, turn with me to 1 Timothy chapter 4. And... um, and uh, just hold your hand right there, okay? Thirteen. We will be having our Miracle Wave convention here soon. We'll announce the time, the date soon. Also, amen. And we also see a lot of miracles here in church. If we if we scan through, you see that we have so many wonderful miracles here as well. First Timothy four thirteen. It says, "Till I come, give attendance to." Have you found it? 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. It says, Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. Amen. Give attendance to reading. We must read our Bibles. Is that not so? Is that not so? We must give attention to reading of the Bible, to exhortation, and to doctrine. So, now I am, I am being led by the Holy Spirit, I believe, to do something with you. Turn to Ephesians chapter 1. We are going to we are going to read the Bible in church together. Amen. So we are going to read the book of Ephesians together. Amen. And we are going to benefit from it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, I was talking once to a senior official of uh, the Catholic Church. And um, he told me one thing that we have learned from you charismatics is that uh, it's the word of God. I mean, the way you have emphasized the Bible. I remember one time I was sitting in aircraft, chatting with a senior official of the Catholic Church, and um, he was reading his, um, is it Canticles, or they have a book, I don't know what they call it, prayers and psalms, saints, this, Saint Kizito, Saint Mary, Saint that, different prayers, either to the saints and so on. What do you call it? Missal. Missile. Okay. Whatever. It's a book. You know, and uh, they read from it. And I, I, I was sitting by him and I was asking him about libation and do they believe in that? Do they believe Jesus is the only way? Do they believe Muslims are also going to heaven? Various questions. And um, so I asked him, do you think there's anything to learn from the charismatic church? He said, oh, a lot. And one of the things is the way we have emphasized the, you know, the Bible, bringing us back to the Bible. And I realized that they, they, are, they are quite open 
and they are receiving from us also we are also receiving from them amen, amen. hallelujah so let's let's get back to the bible when we come to church we must study the word of god so ephesians chapter 1 we are going to read verse by verse verse by verse verse by verse until we finish amen uh, if it's too long we'll just break and teach about marriage amen and then come back to ephesians <laughs> okay how many want to hear about marriage everybody good <laughs> by the way i hear ron Kenoli is coming for the next service here you know ron Kenoli? yeah i hear he's coming to third service here so so wow. it's a good idea for you to stay <laughs> is it true pastor johnny <laughs> okay that's what we've been told so <laughs> he may come amen we just continue all right ephesians chapter 1 verse 1 paul let's all read together verse 1 paul an apostle of jesus christ by the will of god to the saints which are at ephesus and to the faithful in christ jesus amen that's two grace be to you and peace from god our father and from the lord jesus christ amen, amen. now just look at verse one we we'll do a microscopic bible study of that verse it says paul an apostle of jesus christ by the will of god paul knew that he was an apostle what are you what are you my sister what are you a member you must become something amen so that you can write many of you say i am a secretary i am a, a farmer i am a student but what are you in the church amen that is very important you know i was talking to a friend who who is going to america and uh, he was so sad he said you know he had a, a iron he had a, a, a blender is it a blender he has a rice cooker he has a set of furniture he has uh, so many things ironing board <laughs> television he has a video and he's going to America and he said how I struggle to get these things and I have to leave all these I, I can't take them with me and I, I saw him finish I said you know this is how it is so when you are leaving this earth eh, you can take nothing with you nothing at all nothing at all and i saw him say different people i said could you have a sound system here somebody has come for it the video is going to give it to somebody the television is going to give it to somebody the iron is going to give it to somebody who's going to university giving the ironing board he asked my wife do you, uh, do you like ironing board my wife said yes i like it <laughs> everything is cutting he has a bed he has a furniture he said it's furniture if he comes back yes what will happen to it how oh, i struggled mention the prices ladies and gentlemen that is how it is when you are going to leave this earth everything you have acquired you have to leave it and go 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 only thing you can take across with you is what you have done for christ and in christ and it is interesting that when we are introducing ourselves we will, we will say i am a what what are you a student <laughs> you see that is the important introduction and you are what also a student and you are what a worker and you are what student and you are what a pastor <laughs> and you are what 
a pastor. Yeah. E.O.T. Saki, the pastor or the evangelist. Amen. But how do we introduce ourselves? We introduce ourselves as what we are in a secular world, which is not very important. Will not be very important. Look, mark my words, oh. 40 years from now, many of us here will not even be alive. 40 years from now. The life expectancy in Ghana is 58 years. For, 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 for women. And for men, it's 56, I hear. <laughs> and where is Dr. Bob? Uh, uh, what percentage of, 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 of Ghanaians are alive after the age of uh, 60? Say, say, say it again, please. Listen. 2%. About 2% of the population is above 65 years. Above 65 years. Only 2%. <laughs> Only 2% of, of, of the population is above 65 years. That means that if you are 65 and above, you are blessed. You are blessed. So if you are 20 years old now, plus 40, you are very close. <laughs> Amen. Look, 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 I want to say, let us find out what is important in life. And let's go for it with energy, as though we really believe it. Because you see, the energy with which people, which people use to get money, to get houses, to get cars, to make profit, to, to acquire, to go to school, you don't see 100th of that energy being used for spiritual things. It's because we don't really believe that this life is just limited, it's temporary. And soon and very soon, we are out of this world. Paul had many other credentials, but the way, main one that he used was that he was an apostle, right. a messenger of God. He had many other, he was a Jew tent maker, uh, a managing director of tent making industries limited. He was a lawyer. He was so many things, but the main and important thing was, Paul, I am a messenger of God. Apostle means messenger. That is the main thing. Hear me. I'm speaking prophetically. I'm speaking prophetically to everyone here. The important thing, the important thing, the important thing, the important thing is God, is Christ, is what you do for him and in him. Listen to me, please. I'm your pastor. I'm telling you. I'm also a messenger from God speaking to you. When Kwame Nkrumah was alive, nobody thought he could die. When Kwame Nkrumah was alive, nobody thought he could die. Is that not what they said? Nkrumah never dies. Not only died, he was overthrown, and then after being overthrown, he died. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go for what is important. Amen. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Not a lawyer. Not a doctor. Not a pharmacist. Not a carpenter. Not a student. An apostle. That's what... That, be something in God. Be something. Be something. You know, if you are nothing on this earth, at least be something in heaven. Africa looks a bit, compared to the rest of the world, a bit lower financially. When we compare ourselves with the rest of the world, we are a bit lower. Is that not so? Is that not so? But that was a blessed are the poor in spirit. Amen. <laughs> blessed are the poor in spirit. That means that there is a blessing spiritually for us. Because of our poverty. Because of our poverty, we are more open to God. Oh, it's true. If you are to prosper now, you may not receive anymore. Go, go to America and see Ghanaians there. See how they talk nonsense. They, as if they don't believe in God. Because of America. 
one America that they've gone. You go abroad and see Ghanaians in Switzerland, Geneva, you hear them blaspheming, talking rubbish because of small dollars that they have. So our poverty is helping us in a way. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. amen. It's helping us. That's why, the, that's why Accra and Lagos are full of churches. Large churches. Look, Accra is full of large churches. You go around the whole city now, you see, churches are full of people, young people. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the poor in spiritual things. Amen. So thank God for our poverty. Now, if on this life we are not able to get much, let's make sure that when we get to heaven, we will be on top. How many are planning to be on top when you get there? These Bill Gates and all those multi-billionaires and billionaires, when we get to heaven, we will be sending them. If they come to heaven, we will be sending them. Bill Gates, will you come here right now? Clinton, uh, line up there. Line up, I'm coming to you. We'll be calling them. They'll be lining up for you. When you walk by, they'll be saluting you. Yes, sir, master. Yes, sir, master. You also know. They say, all right, all right, all right. How many are going to be on top when you get there? Ah, blessed are the poor in spiritual things. Hallelujah. Okay. So we are reading Ephesians, please. Let's make sure we read. Chapter 1, verse 1. It says, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. This is very important. You must understand that the will of God is the reason for which people become ministers. You cannot become a minister because your father wants you to be a priest. Or because you want to be. I am not here because I want to be. I am a very quiet person. Very, very quiet. If you know me, you'll find out that I'm very quiet. I don't want to be seen. I don't know. Haven't you noticed when even when all our lighthouse crisis and all the things came up? Did you ever see me on the radio? Did you ever hear me? I've been invited. Chronicles have called me. Radio have called me for interview. Uh, breakfast show have called me. All of them have called me. I said, no comment, please. No comment, please. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm very quiet. You want to hear me come to church and I'll preach to you. Start preaching. It's only because it's the will of God I'm being called to do. That's the only reason why I'm doing it. After that, quietness. Amen. You cannot do the ministry unless it is the will of God. So be careful about what you say about ministers. Because it is God who appoints his own and God who removes them. I said it's God who appoints and it is God who removes. So we are there and we are doing what we are doing by the will of God. Amen. Now let's read on Ephesians chapter 1 verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of... No, not by the will of the bishop. None of these pastors should be pastors by the will of the bishop. Yeah, that's why you can ask every one of them. Before you become a pastor, ask you whether you believe you are called to the ministry. Not whether I believe you are called, but whether you believe you are called. You have to believe that you are called. I don't have to believe you are called. You believe you are called. Otherwise, one day you may turn around and say something you shouldn't say. Can I have an amen? amen? By the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, it says to the saints. The saints. What is a saint? A saint is a Christian. So you are a saint from today. Amen. You don't have to do some good deeds or look after poor people and when you die, we will remember you and say, Saint eats. Saint Raymond, Saint Atto. No, you are already Saint Atto. 
Amen. Saint Letitia. Amen. Saint Dad. How many know that I'm a saint? Saints are not dead people. They are living people. How could he have written a letter to dead people? Read the thing for yourself. Say, I'm writing a letter to the saints. They were all dead. How could he have written to them? Have you seen anybody writing a letter to, to the cemetery before? And when you went, how do you post it to those who are in the cemetery? You go and say, Saint Kizito is here, Saint Emmanuel is here, Saint this, Saint Anthony, Saint You post all the letters on the grave. How would they read the letter? A long letter like this. It was four months. A long letter like this you write to somebody who's dead. They were alive. I said they were alive. So a saint is someone who is alive. We are reading the Bible. I said we are reading the Bible. To the faithful in Christ Jesus. That means some people are faithful and some people are not faithful. What is the meaning of faithful? Faithful means, number one, constant. Number two, it means regular. Oh, you can write it down so that you ask yourself whether you are one of the faithful or the unfaithful. Faithful means constant. I, I particularly like that word constant. I saw it in the dictionary. Constant. Dependable. Regular. Reliable. Are you there? And you need to marry someone who is reliable. Hey, is that time up? No, not yet. Amen. You need to marry someone who is reliable. So that even when you don't see him, you know what he's doing. Amen. When you can't see her, you are sure she's not climbing the wall and going out with Mr. Bond. James Bond. Huh? Hallelujah. So marry someone who is faithful. These days, women are also unfaithful. Some time ago, it was only men. So brothers, when you are married, look inside very well. Okay. Verse 2. Are you faithful? Are you regular? How many were not here last week? Last week, Sunday, you didn't come to church. Give me a wave, please. I need a wave. Now, no, please, I want you to keep your hand up high. High, let it rise to the sky. All right? Now look around and see. Oh, don't put your hands down. Look around and see. So many of us were not here. In the choir, raise up your hand if you were not here last week. All right. Now, how many were not here two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, you were not here. Give me a wave. The same number. So you realize that many people are regularly irregular. <laughs> they are regularly irregular in church. So when I said that last week I was in South Africa, you were surprised because you were not here last week. You don't know that I was not here last Sunday. <laughs> you see, God is looking for people who are regular, dependable, faithful. When it rains, they come. I was telling somebody who wanted to come and have a crusade in Ghana, he wanted to come and have a crusade in June. I told him, don't make a mistake. Don't come and have any crusade in June. He said, why? June is a holiday. June is a middle of the... I said, no, not June. Never, 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 June. Don't make a mistake at June. He said, why? I said, never make the mistake of coming to have a program in Ghana with Christians in June. He said, why? I said, it rains. <laughs> it rains in June. And when it rains, Christians don't come to church. One day it rained like heavily Sunday morning. When I came to church, I almost urinated in my trousers. Nobody was in the church. The rain had kept them away. But if it was their work or an exam, they would have gone through. All right, let's go on quickly. 
We are reading, okay? I told you what, we are doing what? Reading. reading. Verse 2. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace means undeserved favor. Undeserved favor. God is trying to help you. Amen. God is trying to help you in your life, in your marriage, in your home, in your future. And peace from God. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. When you watch the news, you will not have peace. When you see what is around in this world, you will not have peace. But when the Bible says, peace from God, peace from God, God peace. Remember that verse says that, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, should keep your heart and your mind. You see, God's peace is not the peace that comes from this world. It's not a peace that comes from looking at your bank account. It's not a peace that comes from looking at your boss. It's not a peace that comes from looking at your marriage. It's the peace that comes from God. It's different type of peace. Hallelujah. You can be at peace without knowing why you are at peace. Because that peace has come from God to you. It's the peace which passes understanding. And I want you to understand. That is how sometimes we pray. Sometimes I pray in tongues. Somebody asks, how do I know when to stop praying when I pray in tongues? I'm praying in tongues. Let's say, I've decided, let me pray for Pastor. So, how do I know which of those words is Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let's say I've decided to pray for the church. Mandalama, Murala, Mindala, Pakatalama, Hilalama, Mandalama, Mandalama, Which one is Amen? Have I said Amen yet? How do you know when I finish praying for the church? Now let's pray for your mother. Is your mother alive? Where is your mother? She's in the house. Mandala Bakamalama Mando, Himalama Mandelebeke Mandalama Mande, Hivama Mandalaba, Reginald's mother, Ibolo Momondo, Momondo, Bobondo. Tell me when I finish, okay? When I finish, tell me, okay? Mandala Babanda, Lalabanda, Lalabanda, Manda. Have I finished? Moko Burala, Lalabanda, Lalabanda, Lalabanda. We'll be here till third service also. Hibalabanda, Lalabanda, Lalabanda. Have I finished? Migala Lalabanda, 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 Lalabanda. How do I know? How do I know that I finished? You see, when you pray, a time comes where you begin to have the peace of God. Peace from God. Not from looking around. Looking around, there's no peace. Looking around, there's no peace. But a time comes when you have peace from God. That's why Paul wrote in verse 2, he said, the grace and peace from God. And sit in high places and tell lies. People who play the game and are also playing the game of the referee. People who give commands. Destroy and afterwards, because of pressure, they come and say, Oh, let's set up a committee to investigate when you know everything already. When you look around and say, hey, They set up a committee to investigate what, what not, and then after that, they are supposed to give out, give out a, white re- a white report or white paper. We are sitting there waiting for white reports and white paper. The paper may be getting brown by now because <laughs> it's a long time. When you look around and you see all this and you wonder, can there be peace? But you can have peace from God. When you have peace from God, you know that it is well. And it is well in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I want to tell you, that is, what, that, is, that, is, that is how you know when you pray in tongues, or when you pray for over a long time that you pass. Many years ago, I was a medical student in 1989. One week before my exam, in uh, February, it was a Saturday, I decided to pray instead of learning because I felt... I must pray and pass my exam spiritually. I started praying in the morning. I was fasting. And I prayed till the evening, about 5, 6 o'clock. By 5, 6 o'clock, I passed the exam 
in the room in February. But the actual passing physically came on the 10th of March, 1989. But I passed in February. When I finished, I had peace from God. And I knew that it was well. And so when I went for the exams, there was a friend of mine who told me, as for you, when you go for exams, terrible things happen. I said, it is well with me. And I went for my exam and I had the most difficult case, which had a folder like this, a boy who had been on the ward for more than a year, about two years, who couldn't speak English or Ghan. Even the tree, I, so that day I spoke tree by force. And even the examiners, when it was time for them to come and examine me, they couldn't come because they were now going through the folder to see what was actually the case, to understand it. They gave me about one and a half hours, instead of 45 minutes, 40 minutes, one and a half hours I was there with the boy, because they couldn't come, and I also wasn't ready. <laughs> when I came back, they said, ah, we know you already, troubles. But God, I had already passed. I, I passed that Saturday morning. Peace from God came into me, and I knew I had passed, and I passed. And I passed well. It was, in fact, you wouldn't have peace if you were me. But I had peace from God. Hallelujah. Turn to Philippians. Let me show you a verse there quickly. Are there some medical students here who are writing some exams? I see you passing in Jesus' name. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. All medical students have passed. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known unto God. And when they are known unto God, what will happen in verse 7? And the peace of God, the peace of God, that passes all understanding. That means you don't understand why you have peace. Shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Amen. You need to pray and know how to make your request known unto God. Listen, when you say, when you say, oh God, hear my cry, it doesn't mean God knows your request. You have to spend time until you know the message has gone through. Sometimes you telephone and you speak, hello, 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 for the person to say hello, for you to know that your hello has got there. How many have had that experience before on the telephone? You say, hello, hello, can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Hello. You've got through. You are trying to make sure your request has gone through before you can have peace and even start talking. When you say hello, hello, it doesn't mean they've heard. If you like, try. You just ring the number. 774324. They say, hello, my name is this. I want you to do this. There's nobody on the line. That's how some people pray. They just say, oh God, I help you. Nobody is hearing. You have not got through yet. But when you get through the peace from God, will come into your heart. I said the peace from God will come into your heart. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet, please. Hey. You don't want to stand up. Lift your hands to the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word. I want you to, everybody to just pray and say, Lord, show me the way to peace from God. Peace from God. Peace from God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, we worship and we praise your name. We lift our hands.
God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.